Welcome to this podcast, made possible by Vision Australia Radio, your community radio station. Visit varadio.org for more information on Vision Australia Radio and our podcasts. Hello and welcome to Vision Extra, coming to you from Vision Australia Radio, Peter Greco with you, and we're delighted to welcome the program, Ramnali McCormack from Vision Australia. Ramnali looks after diversity and inclusion. Ramnali, lovely to speak to you. Thank you for your time. Hi, Peter. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Tell us a bit about your role. Then we'll talk about uh, the Reconciliation Action Plan coming up as well and uh, the week coming up. But uh, tell us a bit about your role. First time we've spoken to you. So, as you said, I am the Diversity and Inclusion Lead at Vision Australia. So, it's a fairly new role to the organisation, although I've been around nearly 20 years in the organisation in many different roles. So, last year, we the role's new. So, last year was the first time that I've stepped into it and the scope of the role really is yet to be defined but my priority and um, my first thoughts around the role was around the need for a reconciliation action plan, a wrap. Our organisation had one many years ago but we hadn't um, continued that so really it was time for us to reconsider and um, look at our wrap journey again. So um, that's been my priority. The other priorities, obviously, as an, as an organisation is to blindness and low vision. So that's our core business. And also the focus also will be around gender and all the gender equity going forward as well. So they're, they're my three main focuses for the next 12 months. But obviously the wrap is something new for us and exciting. And we're hoping in the next 12 to 18 months to make a lot of progress in that area. Well, just a bit about that action plan then. What does it encompass? Because as you say, Vision Australia, I mean, I guess it's quite an interesting remote, isn't it? Because uh, you've been involved for 20 years. I've been around a little bit longer than that. Uh, (laughs) I guess we all know kind of what Vision Australia does, or we think we do, but there's a lot of people that don't know because they don't need to know in a sense. That's right, yeah. So Vision Australia provides services nationally to people who are blind and have low vision and the Reconciliation Action Plan or the RAP really is around our commitment as an organisation to the reconciliation journey and for us to build better relationships with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander clients, with community groups and with like-minded organisations, we really do need a wrap because it does look at um, what our plan is for the next 12 to 18 months and the things that we are going to do to commit to that reconciliation journey. So obviously it hasn't been overlooked intentionally but just missed because of whatever reasons no look we've in the last three years you know we've provided quite a lot of service to clients who identify as being aboriginal or torres strait islander so we've in the last three years the numbers are around 740 but i think it's we've just had different priorities and we know that eye health is an issue in the aboriginal and torres strait islander communities and we've made local connections at a regional level but it's really time that we have a national approach and we haven't either had the resources or it hasn't been a priority before but we do know now it's time and as an organization we're really ready to take that national approach so it's not that we haven't had a focus on it it's just that we're now drawing it sort of centrally there's different projects going on both at a local and a national level and the wrap sort of ties all of that together. As you said in terms of eye health and vision challenges you know people in that community are overrepresented if you want to look at a percentage uh, situation. Mm. Yeah, so the statistics show us that Mm. roughly around, you know, 2.8 times more in terms of 
vision-related issues in people who are Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander. So we do know that, you know, there is scope for Vision Australia to provide a lot of service and it's really about us building those relationships, building those networks and reaching out to the local community and providing those services. And maybe a bit of working together with other organisations. I mean, Vision Australia, in a sense, can't do it all on their own. Yeah, absolutely, Peter. You're so right there. We can't do it all on our own. So it really is about partnering with other like-minded organisations to provide provide better eye health and better mm. eye care. And are other organisations receptive to that? So I guess, you know, if we're all genuine about what we're here for, we want best for the client or the potential client. So in yeah. a sense, it doesn't matter whose flag is flying or whose uh, logo is on, on the service that's being provided. It, it's a matter of um, the, the best outcome for the, the person who the services are going to. Yeah, absolutely. And at a local level, um, our teams, our client services teams are making great progress building those relationships in the local communities. So absolutely, I think it's a partnership and having that wrap also demonstrates that we as an organisation are willing to partner with other organisations or community groups to deliver best services to the mm. Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities. So in a sense, you've kind of answered this, but the tyranny of distance is a little bit of a challenge in a way. I mean, physically for you know people from Vision Australia to get out to these communities might be a little bit more challenging and hence the, the need for the, the, the partnership building. Yeah. Look, I think the data shows that the majority of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people do live in metro areas. So that okay. sort of works in our favour. But yes, to reach out to the rural communities, you know, is challenging, but it is, it is about partnering with other organisations and community groups. And we're also, as an organisation, trialling in the next six months to have somebody up in Alice Springs to okay. see if we can make those connections so that's sort of a new initiative that we're launching and yeah just around you know is that going to be possible you know who else do we need to connect in with up there so yeah I think it's around definitely partnering with other service providers. Oh that sounds fantastic and what about kind of getting the message out as to what services Vision Australia has again as I say those of us that uh, use them or know of them kind of take it for granted but there are people that probably could be benefiting from the knowledge of knowing what Vision Australia offers. Yeah. And once again, that partnering component is mm. so important, you know, getting the word out there around what about what we do. So whether it's radio, whether it's brochures, whether it's, you know, your local optometrist, it's really about um, getting our brand out there about what we do. And, and our regions, you know, do a great job with linking in with local community groups. And, you know, that's that's how we're, we're going to build those relationships. And, and relationships take time to build and, you know, we need to earn trust as well within the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander community. So, yeah, it's really around getting the name Vision Australia out there and around what we do because it's not just around the orthoptists that work there. It's also around orientation and mobility services we can provide and seeing our dogs. So, you know, there's so much we can provide and it's really around getting the word out there. And of course, there's so much technology available these days that can make such a huge difference as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Technology is such a, such a key as well uh, to independence. So it's really around, yeah, getting access to it, which if people don't know about it, then they're not going to want to get access to it because they don't know what's available. So yeah, so it's definitely around getting that support and word of mouth as well is really important. So, you know, they, if they hear about us from another person they know that's accessed our services then you know that's a positive thing so yeah absolutely it's um getting our word out there that's a good way to build that confidence and trust that you spoke about isn't it if uh, 
someone tells someone that uh, this has been a good experience for me, then you know that confidence and the trust in in the service that uh, all of a sudden grows uh, exponentially, doesn't it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Really, do you kind of work from a template or a blueprint when you talk about um, reconciliation plan? I mean, you're not starting from scratch, scratch as it were. You, you've got sort of um, building blocks that you can build also upon? Yeah, absolutely. So the reconciliation reconciliation action plans or wraps, there are four types of wraps and it's governed by Reconciliation Australia and endorsed by Reconciliation Australia. So in terms of the four types of wraps, we've gone for what's called a reflect wrap and that's sort of the entry level in the journey to reconciliation. And it's broken down into four key parts. So um, you've got your relationships, you've got your respect component, you've got your opportunities and governance. So you've sort of got a template that you're working with and they're really about the actions in each of those areas that demonstrate what our commitment is. So for instance, with the relationships, it's really around building and strengthening relationships in the local Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities, it's about, you know, participating in, in National Reconciliation Week or NAIDOC Week celebrations at local communities. It's really about, you know, that how do we as an organisation build relationships? And for instance, with the respect component, it's about educating our staff to be culturally mm. sensitive, mm. about providing that you know, culturally safe work environment when we're providing services to clients. So, yeah, the wrap is broken down into four key areas and we need to demonstrate as an organisation what we're going to do in each of those areas. That respect obviously is really, really important. Sometimes we might think we know, but uh, until someone like you comes along and the uh, reconciliation plan comes along, perhaps we don't know. It, it's nice when it's sort of spelt out for us. We don't you, know, yep. you can't just assume a lot of this sort of stuff, can we, as, as individual uh, employees or, or staff members or volunteers indeed? Absolutely. And also a lot of people are quite conscious about what they can say and what they can't mm. and, you know, well, what is seen as being offensive and what is not. So it's really that education piece that's really important to making a workplace culturally safe. And so, yeah, that that respect piece is certainly key in delivering the wrap. Tell us a bit more about the week coming up. Uh, we'll... Uh, be chatting more about it uh, on various programs. And I, I know that uh, Vicious Road has got something pretty important and uh, pretty uh, well organised uh, for the week as well coming up yep. a bit uh, later on. But tell us a bit about it from uh, your perspective. So this year uh, for National Reconciliation Week, we as an organisation want to participate and demonstrate that we're really committed to the reconciliation journey. So we're doing a few different things. So we're launching National Reconciliation Week on the 27th of May with a welcome to country and smoking ceremony at Kuyong, which is our head office. It's going to be live stream to the rest of the organisation so oh, that fantastic. all yeah so that all staff can tune in and watch it for that half an hour we're also participating in the film club which is filmmakers who are Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander participate in and we as an organisation have purchased a film called In My Own Words and we're hosting a lunch for all of our staff nationally and we're encouraging teams to watch that film together during a lunchtime and really to encourage some conversation and some discussion around National Reconciliation Week and around the film, around service delivery. So yeah, there's a few different things. We've also got Holly McClendon Brown who is the artist that we've engaged with to do some specific pieces of artwork for our rap. And Holly is a young Aboriginal artist and she's done some amazing work for us on our rap. We're also looking forward to interviewing 
Holly on the radio. We're reviewing a book by an Indigenous author as well for Reconciliation Week and we're going to show that video on our staff intranet called The Hub. So yeah, there's a few different activities we've planned for the week just to encourage and to educate our staff too around what Reconciliation Week is and all the different things we as an organisation can do to participate in that. Well, it sounds great. And yes, so we've uh, got uh, our uh, wheels in motion to get to Holly on the program to have a chat to her. It sounds like a, a fascinating uh, young lady and uh, does some great artwork and wonderful that her work is going to be used particularly for this year. So uh, we yes. look forward to catching up with Holly and hearing a bit more about Holly's story. Remnally, if people want to find out more in the interim, uh, there's a uh, Reconciliation Week coming up later on in May, so we're getting in a little bit early, which is nice. Uh, but if people want to find out more, is there a, a link on Fish uh, Australia's website at this stage? No, but we will put something up there, and there's certainly information going out to staff. Also, once our wrap's endorsed, we will have our wrap on the Vision Australia website for people to see our wrap and see the artwork and see what our commitment is. But good point, Peter. We will put something up on our website around the activities that we're doing. Really lovely to talk to you. Uh, 20 years at Vision Australia, first time we've spoken. It's been great. Congratulations <laughs> on your appointment, and uh, I'm sure this won't be the last time we speak. Great. Thanks so much, Peter. That's our guest for this evening. That's uh, Rimali McCormack, who's uh, with Vision Australia is the Diversity and Inclusion Lead. Talk about uh, Reconciliation Week and the Reconciliation Action Plan. This podcast was made possible by Vision Australia Radio. Visit varadio.org for information on Vision Australia Radio, news, interviews, reviews and more of our podcasts. varadio.org